Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people now know the name Tyler Morrell after a doorbell camera caught the moment Tyler helped catch a suspect who had stolen a car. His story is quite remarkable, and Tyler says he was raised to step in if you see something that's not right instead of staying on the sidelines and doing nothing. His life has changed dramatically in the last few weeks because of his heroic actions. But Tyler says he's the same guy he was before the daring moment. And after chatting with him, I believe it. I know you're going to love his story if you haven't heard it already. Here's the incredibly brave and equally awesome Tyler Morrell on the Janice Dean podcast. I mean, Tyler, this, I mean, you're a celebrity now. How are you dealing with all of the interviews and the interest in the story? Yeah, so it's been a little bizarre, <laughs> like to be able to be on shows with people that I've watched, not only watched for years, but respected their opinions and, and just the facts and the news that they give us. You know, I love watching all these people and to be there. It's pretty awesome that I get to bring like a lot of my family and through through this with me. Oh, that's amazing. So tell me for the people who don't know the story, um, you know, what were you doing that day and and how did you manage to help police? Um, so, yeah, I was delivering a pizza uh, for Coco's Pizza in Aston, Pennsylvania, um, and it was about the middle of my shift. Everything's normal. And um, knock on the I ring the doorbell, which looked like to be one of the like almost like a, a ring, but not a ring. Okay. And uh, so I did. I did, wasn't sure. I never sure if those work at doors. So I always click it and yep. then I knock okay. just, to, just to be safe. So yep. you can see me in the video. I click the doorbell and then I'm going to knock. And before I knock, you I can you can hear the police sirens in the background and then a loud screech. And so this car must have been coming in on the turn about 90 to 100 on a residential 30 mile an hour speed limit. Yeah. Um, so right then I'm like, nothing, something's, something's wrong. Um, nobody's going that fast, especially with cops behind you, if something didn't go wrong. So, and then I see the car, he hits the curb, That there's two, there's two males in the car. They hit the curb and fly up into a front lawn, almost flip over. They're on their two wheels. And so if they had rolled over my head, uh, a lot of things were going through my head because it, everything was split seconds. So, yes. I think this car is going to roll into this house because um, I'm nervous. There, There's kids that play on these front lawns mm -hmm. uh, all the time. It's not a bad area. So it was totally unexpected. You thought I was I thought they were going to roll into a house, maybe injure somebody inside, let alone the property damage that they that, that they had already caused. So the car ends up not flipping, catches itself. And then basically it's not serviceable anymore. It's barely able to move. <laughs> Uh, going about like five miles an hour. Uh, he comes to a dead halt in the 
after just missing my car, and you can hear in the video that I was mainly concerned with the car because I had just gotten it and it's basically my livelihood at right. the, or at least it was at that point. <laughs> so yeah, so we uh, he avoids my car and then I'm concerned, you know, there's going to be a chase ensuing and I'm nervous about, uh, you know, a potential shooting either way. Right. One way or the other, just because of the horrendous things you see on the news all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that came through my head after he avoided my car. I was then concerned, OK, what's what's going to happen now? And so that's where I came up with the idea to just bait him, kind of play back and and kind of sit there and you can see me kind of calculating it a little bit. And I, I just thought maybe if I can get in the way of preventing a shooting, but also preventing him from getting away was mainly where I wanted where I wanted to play. My role was just to de-escalate completely. And how and did you do that? How did you do that? And so he decided to run right by me, which I mean, Janice, I'm six foot eight. <laughs> and I am I'm about to, I, I'm ashamed to admit I'm up at about 260 pounds. OK, he, that is not somebody you want to run towards <laughs> when you are in that situation. Right. So so I just I, I was a lacrosse goalie in college okay. uh, in high school. And yep. so I'm quick to throw my leg out at the last second, kind of like to, to get a last second save. Yeah. So. I threw my leg out and tried to trip him up just with my big, uh, my big foot. (laughs) (laughs) I caught him with my long leg instead. Yeah. And caught him right in the middle of my shin, which I've been nursing a big bruise since, but we're all good. So things, it was totally worth it. It was a nice shiner afterwards, but, um, but where do you worth the story? Uh, No kidding. But where does that come from? Like most people would run away from the danger. Yeah, I, I'm not sure like where the, that specific <laughs> event happened from, but it, I, I'd say it's just like the accumulation of like just things that I've been through in my life mm. and uh, just, you know, always always wanting people to be there for me. You know, I mean, if I'm in trouble and, and I always thought about if I need help, if, if somebody needs, I'm in a situation like that. You know, if I was one of those police officers and I'm like, you know, your your life is in danger right there. Yeah. Uh, that's why I felt like I could have helped everybody in that situation. And I think I helped the ladies out at the house. They got their pizza, too. So, <laughs> Well, we talk about that because, you know, the save of the pizza is definitely worth a few minutes to talk about. But what did it. So when did the police come and, and what was this guy wanted for? So he had stolen that car uh, okay. that he was that he had crashed. Um, I found that out afterwards uh, when i asked the officer well what what was the you know what was this crazy chase about because because like i said when i saw the chase i was like something had to have gone down whether it was you know somebody got shot somebody for somebody to run and and drive through residential neighborhoods and risk the lives of people like that yes they were in pure desperation mode so Mm -hmm. i i just knew something happened that was uh so bad that they would risk the lives of people um, and if, the, and if it wasn't, that's even more concerning if, if, if they were just running from a simple possession or, uh, something like that and you'd risk people's lives, yeah. it, that's more concerning uh-huh. to me. Um, so yeah, we, um, it, uh, it's just been a, a wild ride since, uh, and so yeah, they told me, uh, I, I read a laundry list of charges that they, uh, okay. ended up getting on the, one of the, 
one of the uh, people in the car was a minor, though. So mm. I have not seen. I believe that's the one who was ended up tri- being tripped in the end. Um, he was the driver of the car. Oh, wow. OK. So that, yeah, he was the driver. And you can see in the video, I'm not sure if you guys caught it. There was another person who jumped out of the car after it hit the curb and yeah. flew into the grass. You can see somebody get out and they ran through a backyard. But my first question was, well, did they get the guy who I saw jump out? Right. They said, yeah, they they got him around the corner. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's incredible. Uh, And then you were holding on to the pizza the whole time. Yeah. Which which (laughs) to me was not even I didn't even think about. Um, That was something somebody pointed out to me afterwards and i'm like oh you know what i did have the pizza the whole time i was like i didn't even think about it and everybody keeps telling me what they would have done with the pizza and i'm like well well i hope you never have to get in the circumstance but uh i'm glad that you gave me your two cents about what you would do yeah exactly and so then what happened when did you finally deliver the pizza honestly after they were apprehended and put into the back of the car Uh, The police ran my information. I gave them my ID just, I guess, um, so they could have my name and everything on file in case they needed follow ups. Mm -hmm. And I must have been out of there. I mean, they made swift work of it for sure. Like 10 minutes. I think I hung around afterwards. Um, They asked me if I wanted an ambulance for my leg. um, And I had said I declined because all I could keep thinking at that point is I had missed about a week or two of work prior to having been back for a couple weeks because of car problems. And all I keep thinking is I need to get these hours back. I need to, you know, make up for that time I lost. So I'm like, as great of a story as it is, and I want to hang out and talk to the cops. I'm like, I have to get back. And so what I did is I went back, told the story. Uh, um, I said, you know, there might be a video of it out there. I don't, who knows, you know, they're videotape everything now. Um, and I, I could see the two women at the door. They had their cell phones out. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I came up with, like, what I how I've been talking about the cell phone usage in our society is like I use a phone. I'm on a phone with you right now, but I, I'm not reaching into my pocket every single time I see something of yes. any any significance at all i mean the things people are pulling their phones out for is crazy nowadays and it always i feel like has to do with violence and fighting uh the amount of at the pizza shop there's young girls in there who work at the or who go to the high school down the street and they're showing videos to people at work of these public schools of kids just beating the heck out of each other yes and in school for no reason. Yes. For no reason at all. Yep. It and ha- I mean, there there were fights when I was growing up at school, but nothing to the level of what's going on. Absolute mob mentality. I'm really glad nowadays. you brought that up. And I'm glad that that's a topic of discussion that you that you get to, because obviously this is a, a good news story. And the fact that you you stopped crime, you delivered the pizza. But uh, the fact that there were people filming this situation that was dangerous and not getting involved is very alarming. I'm really glad you brought that up. That happened to my son over the weekend where um, uh, somebody was posting a video of people hurting a boy in the play yard, playground and no one went to help him, but they were quick to videotape it. And yeah, th- it's, it's almost like they have their phones out before something goes on. Yes. It's almost like you can feel like some people might be antagonizing situations so they can see 
like if they can get a video. You are absolutely right. You almost feel that way. And some might call me crazy or or whatnot for thinking that this is the mindset of kids in this country nowadays. But it it, it really is. I didn't have a I I got an iPhone, I think, my freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And I'm 29. So iPhones have been around my my parents had us on flip phones. We, we we loved our flip phones. I'm actually back to the new flip phone. <laughs> Good for <laughs> so you. I got the, yeah, so I just went back to my original roots, and uh, I love it. So it's it's that, that I, I'm not quick to pull my phone out, and a lot of people that I know are not my friends, my close loved ones are not the like I try to keep people around that are you know of similar mindset to me of like we don't need to film we don't you know we're here to help if you need to and uh, I don't even have a family full of law enforcement which is crazy oh, um, wow. you 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 would think that I had a family full of law enforcement I I'm not even sure if I have a cousin uncle and my grandfather served in the navy yeah. um and we do have some, some military members in our family but uh, nobody ever became a cop or <laughs> anything like that. My family actually has a background. We did a lot of relief work for 9-11 victims. Yes. Uh, so we did. I've, I was speaking on my dad with him. He was giving me a just, you know, I was seven. So a lot of things, a lot of things to me are lost. In, and I have to rely on pictures and, you know, but there are certain memories that are just, you know, stick out to me like crazy, like like sliding down the, the the poles at the firehouses after dropping off some cheesesteaks to fire, different firehouses um, mm. down there. It just sticks with me like crazy. You, I can feel, almost feel like I was there with my brothers. Stay right there. We'll have more of this story coming up. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, tell me about that, uh, because I read about that, that um, after 9-11, that you and your family uh, made cheesesteaks and delivered them to first responders. You Tell me about that. My dad wanted me to make sure that I did put out there. We did a lot more than just cheesesteaks, but that is the, it's just one of the things that sticks with me. Um, so my parents uh, got involved in a group with a couple friends of ours, the, the Tryons family, actually, um, Mary Beth and Chris Tryons. They were uh, cl- very close with us, my parents' best friends. And and one of them had reached out to my dad and, and my mom and and said, hey, we got this opportunity. This is a week after the towers fell. And uh, when everybody else, again, was pulling their kids out of school and, and you know, sheltering them in their homes, uh, my parents were like, OK, we're packing up the Suburban. Like, uh, we're getting things ready to go up there. And um, so, yeah, we did everything from blankets, uh, clothing, everything. My mom worked at a Catholic school. We did a lot of donations um, and everything that people from Garner Valley, Pennsylvania, which is our hometown, would bring in uh, even from outside. um, We, you know, we'd bring anything we could, everything from blankets to uh, anything that we possibly could from my mother's. uh, It was Elam Love and Learn uh, Catholic School, a preschool in Garner Valley. And so we'd get as many donations as we could each week throughout the week. 
and would drive it up in my dad's 99 Suburban. Um, and we would just bring as much as we could. Low, like pack the three kids up. And my mom in the front seat, my dad out driving the truck, and we'd just pack the, we would pack the entire back of, full of anything that we possibly could that we thought would be of any assistance. Um, you know, anything from, yeah, like I said, blankets, foods, different foods, socks, t-shirts, anything that could, you, you know how crazy and how much of a mess it was and just yep. anything that could help. Yep. Anything that would be of any assistance was, uh, my dad, like I said, wanted me to highlight more of it wasn't just cheesesteaks. Uh, so we worked with an operation. It was called Ground Zero Food Services. Yes. Um, I do not believe they are in existence anymore, mm-hmm. um, but which is I, I wish I would be able to be able to give back to that organization specifically. My goal with my I'm starting my cheesesteak company uh, down the road here. And my main goal is who become who I want to work with uh, nonprofit wise would be uh, Stephen Siller's tunnel to tower. Yes. Because I find that that would be best suited for my inspiration of why I'm doing what I'm doing. Well, I can certainly um, set up an interview with him because I know him um, pretty well. That's who I've, uh, I've, I've actually, yeah, I've wanted to reach. I wanted to reach out before um, and work with them and get their logos on t-shirts and stuff Aww. like that. So now I think after all this, uh, everything that's happened with me, I think I, I think I don't think it would be too hard to get them on the phone. I, I, ha- I haven't found it too difficult to get a lot of people. on. The phone. <laughs> well, I, let me know if I can be in, of assistance. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yep. So that, that's obviously down the road. But this, I have a lot of things that I've thought about for years of how I can change and make a difference in people's Aww. lives. And so that's the, the most important thing to me is doing that because. You can't you cannot go to a store and buy the feeling of helping other people. Oh. Uh, I have uh, everybody who knows me knows I'm still going to be wearing the same old T-shirts, same old shoes, same old. <laughs> it doesn't matter about me. Yeah, it's, that's it's not about me. And that's how I was raised was it's never about me. It's about us. Um, it's about us moving forward as one. And so that's my my main thing in this world is just to give back. That's, I believe why I was put here. Um, I like to have fun along the way. Don't get me wrong. I am a human. I am a human and I'm not the greatest person in the world. There are, there are men and women out there who do things much greater than I do. Uh, every, every single day. I was just lucky to be put in and blessed to put, be put in a position to where I can make a difference. So let, let me, what do do you know? People saw me do it. Absolutely. And so the video that we saw was from the ring camera, right? Yeah, that was the ring camera, uh, which I didn't think worked. Wow. So yeah. it's it's just wild how everything played out. One of the women in the house was actually a third grade teacher at the school I attended for high school. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so it was wild. A lot of things like at the end of the day were like, oh, my gosh, it's a small world. And it is a small world, which tells me even more that I did the right thing because we're all each other's neighbors. And I would want one of my neighbors to help and step in if if somebody's flying through the front. In my neighborhood where I live, there are kids out in the front yard until 7, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. So if that happened in my neighborhood, we could have lost children. Yes. And that's that just devastating to even think about. So mm. and I'm glad that I was there that day. Of Let's course. And I, I believe in destiny, too. I believe in the path that we're meant to go on. And so whatever comes from this moment, uh, you know, is sort of like a meant to be, I feel. I, I tend to believe the same thing. I, I'm 
I'm a firm believer in that karma will come one way or the other, positive, negative. I've had bad karma come my way because, like I said, I'm not a perfect person. I've made mistakes, but typically I can see when I make a mistake and I do better the next time. Mm. Because if you don't do that and you just give in to your mistakes, then, you know, what are you really learning? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so the Brookhaven Police Department wrote, thank you, sir, for the assist. If you're interested in a job, we're always looking for good people. What do you think of that? Yeah, that was so like I said, nobody in my family has ever been police. I it's just something they caught me off guard with it because it's not something I've ever thought about. Right, right. Uh, it's always I've always been and, and it is the greatest form of service. I've never I've always had great things to say about police and it's just not a job that I want to do every day. I don't know how they do it yeah. every day. It, yep. It's not I don't feel like I would be able to come home and leave the work at the door. Yes. Um, which is kind of my biggest thing is it, it scares me to even think about doing that job because to have to leave that at the door every day. How do you mentally turn that stuff off? Mm-hmm. Would you so call yourself would you call yourself a brave guy, though? Because that was certainly a brave event. Oh, I definitely would. I it's. And I would if if need be. And we got to such a place in this country, if we got to this place where I needed to go step in and, and be of assistance, one guy in a, in a in a huge sea of police officers, I, I would do it. Mm-hmm. I tell, like if I needed to, it, it's kind of along the lines of the 9-11 with 9-11 people suited up after it happened and they said, I'm going to go serve for the country. Yes. Um, if it came to a point like I needed to do something like that, I definitely would. Mm-hmm. And are you still working for the pizza company? Yeah. So I, um, I actually have been work. I worked there through the next couple of days and I was on for a couple of days. I was supposed to be scheduled off. Um, I think it was Tuesday and Wednesday of last week. And they, they asked me to come in and guest bartend for them. They had a benefit going on for the police. Um, we did a, a the all growth sales. Uh, I think ten percent of growth sales went to the Brookhaven Police Department the other night. Yep. Um, they came in and ate with us. We took some pictures. It was a fun night. Uh, so I'm actually on my first day off. Um, I think the, this is my second day off now. And you're after- doing this interview. Look at you. Yeah, so I'm trying to stay busy because uh, I don't, I don't want to sit around. I feel like I'm wasting time. Um, so, but yeah, we actually um, I have been offered several jobs okay. since all of this yes. because of my appearances. I don't know if I'm ready to announce, but at this way, I'll be going to work in a political campaign of sorts. Wow, that's a nice yes. little tease. Um, yeah, so I have a, a dream. It's a dream job of mine, honestly. Okay. Which is which is pretty bizarre. Um, but uh, yeah, so we will once I formally accept uh, an, a, a written offer, I will be <laughs> happy. We'll be happy to come back and announce it. But at this time, I had to talk with the pizza shop, and I I'm going to be trying to find my replacement. I'm going to be helping them. Uh, I don't think they're going to have too much difficulty getting. <laughs> Delivery drivers in there at this point. I'm not sure though, because I right. I do I do hope that it's easy for them uh, to find somebody. But okay, that's we'll, pretty uh, awesome. Yeah. 
So we are excited. I just, uh, like I said, I can't make really too much of an announcement. Okay. Until I see something in writing. All here. right. Well, let's wrap it up with, you know, what's your big dream going from here? Like what, what do you see yourself doing in the future? Um, so yeah, I, I, like I said, I see giving back to the community in any way that I can, um, just helping out food shelters and, and anything like that, that I can to make sure people are eating, people are educated, uh, people are, you know, working every day is a big one. Um, I'd love to help get people jobs, mm. uh, because there's way too many people not working, um, especially after COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people okay with not going into work not because they, they can get money from, you know, the, if they manipulate the state in a way they can get the money, you know, people find their ways. And I think getting people back into a track of like being proud of the work that they do mm-hmm. and, and finding something that they can wake up and go do something every day. And I've been there, I've had my struggles and I, I'd be open to talk about that anytime. Um, I I've struggled with jobs and, and lost jobs and, you know, had to make ends meet, which is why I was delivering pizza for the past three months. It was the first delivery job I ever had. I have no shame in it. Not many people knew I was delivering pizza at that time. So it was almost like I was outed as a pizza delivery driver mm. to everybody that I knew. And I was like, well, yeah, this is what I've been up to the past couple months. Aww. So um, I'm just open to any like I'm just excited about all the opportunities. I, I keep mean, I keep saying I'm open to all the opportunities. I'm excited about all the opportunities that are coming my way. It's pretty, it's just bizarre. Well, I think that's for, a great. For doing what I thought was something that just like a lot of people would have done. To make ends meet. And a lot of people yeah. are doing that right now. You know, Tyler, they're, they have lost their jobs. They are trying to, you know, put food on the table. And there should be no shame in doing the types of jobs, you know, that, that try to make ends meet. No, exactly. And I, a lot of people are out making ends meet. And God bless everybody who does work two, three jobs to make ends meet. Yeah. And what about the cheesesteak company? Is that on hold for a while? Um, no. So I'll still be, I'll, I'm still going to be moving forward that uh, with that. I just think, um, so my, my girlfriend, Devin Zebley will actually be helping me out uh, with that. Um, she's been a huge assistance to me so far. Um, up, we've been together five, six years at this point, And we've just been, uh, she's been my biggest supporter um, and my biggest fan since day one so um she's going to be taking a way bigger role with that than i will i i think i'll be more so ownership role at this point and and, and what maybe once a week just because if i'm going to be busy working on another job that really pays the bills (laughs) because uh the whole cheesesteak thing is i wanted to i wanted to generate uh naturally you know kind of build it up really small shop you know so we're now we're kind of stepping back and seeing what our vision is now after all of this. Right. We, we kind of had to peel back and be like, okay, we might be able to open up here instead or do this instead. Yes. So we just have to reshape the vision. But ultimately, that is my number one dream to have a Morel Cheesesteak Company in all 50 states. So well, um, I would eventually love to see that happen. So I'm going to do whatever I can. You're off to a good start. And if I can do anything, you let me know because I love cheesesteak. 
Great. Awesome. I definitely will. And I will I'll I'll deliver you on up. I imagine you're up in New York, right? Absolutely. Yes. All right. I'm sure the whole crew would love a a taste of your cheesesteak. I honestly would love to. So, like, let's set something up like that. Uh, Tyler, thank you so much. What a story. And um, thank you. We're going to have you on again because I expect very big announcements in the next couple of weeks. And I'm so glad that you gave us a little taste of what's to come. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. And yep, I can't wait to talk soon. Okay, buddy. God bless you. Thanks again to Tyler for coming on and sharing his amazing story with us today. As mentioned, Tyler's got some really exciting things happening in the not-so-distant future thanks to his heroic actions. So we will keep you posted on all things Tyler when he's ready to share his latest plans. Thank you to all of my listeners. If you have someone you think should make the Dean's List, let me know at Janice Dean on Twitter or Janice Dean FNC on Instagram. Or you can rate this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.